Hi, and welcome to A Sober Girls Podcast. I'm your host, Sherry, and I have been through my own ups and downs with sobriety. And if you're listening to this, then you have taken the first step to making a change in your life and finding a community to help you through it. Now, let's start this journey together. What's up, fam? Happy Wednesday. How are you doing? I hope that you had an amazing weekend. I hope things are going well for you. And I really hope that you are living your life wonderfully 24 hours at a time in sobriety. I am currently having a panic attack. And what better way to record an episode than having a panic attack? right? So why am I having a panic attack? Well, I just got some really bad news and I'm fine health wise. There is a part of my family dynamic and how it is financially set up at this point that has come under some, I guess, attack. (laughs) I'm not quite sure. Um, So for me, I'm sitting here wondering if this event happens, if it comes to fruition. First of all, I know that God's got it, but sometimes that's not enough, you know? Um, And as I was talking to the other party involved, I was getting really, really angry and really frustrated because I started pointing fingers at people. And I know that it's absolutely not fair to point the finger at people. Because when you point the finger at someone, you have three pointing back at you, right? So we have to take a deep breath and stand back and evaluate where we are actually at. And where are we? Where are we at? Well, we are at the point in this juncture where I have to honestly say I can only worry about myself, okay? When we come under huge stressors or anxiety or panic attacks, one of the hardest things to do is remember that we are only responsible for ourselves. And what does responsibility for ourselves look like? Well, responsibility for ourselves means stopping blaming other people, okay? We can't blame other people No matter what the situation is, for some reason, there's something happening that someone either A, doesn't like about us, B, um, we misinterpreted something, C, we didn't understand, we didn't really look hard enough when we should have or pay attention when we should have. We got kind of either complacent or we were afraid to ask the wrong questions or we were afraid to ask the... um, wrong thing and be a problem child. So, you know, it's easier to blame others, even if we are um, losing a job, even if we are getting kicked out of a halfway house, if we are getting kicked out of a program, whatever we are being removed from, right? We have to be able to take responsibility for ourselves. So that comes in stopping blaming other people. When we blame other people, we become a victim. 
I am not saying that there are not circumstances where we are victims because there absolutely are circumstances where we are a victim, okay? I am talking about abuse, assault, things that are out of our control, robbery, um, and things that are out of our control. So I want you to understand that, okay? I'm not saying that if you were raped or you were assaulted or you were robbed or you had something done to your person that you are responsible, okay? So girl, you wear that short skirt and go clubbing and if you feel like you're in a neighborhood where you can leave your door unlocked, then by all means, go for it. But I am talking about what happens when we point the fingers at other people instead of ourselves. What it does is it creates bitterness, it can create resentment, and it will also create powerlessness, okay? So if we are in a position where we are blaming other people, we are not holding on to the power that we know that we have. If you know that something is happening at your halfway house, if you know that your job is in jeopardy, if you know that your child is failing in school, when you blame other people, you give away your power, okay? And the people that we target, they don't give a shit. I promise you the last thing they are doing is worrying about you. And initially, if someone was attempting to sabotage you or your character or set you up, what have you, you have to remember that by not standing up for yourself and someone who is targeting you, that person is unhappy and they can be threatened by you. If you're doing really well at something, if you're exceeding at something, if you are succeeding at something, if you got a job they want, if you were recognized for the month, there are so many components to why people are jealous and angry. Okay, and that might be the case for them. But all that we are worried about right now is your reaction, okay, and blaming them. I'm not saying that they weren't vindictive, mean, and out there to get you. What I'm saying is, is that we have to hold on to and harness just the parts for us, okay, the feelings that we feel are very justified, but they are not going to help us to continue to become successful or happy. It doesn't justify their actions, okay, but that your life is not about them, okay? It's about you. So when you stop blaming other people, you reclaim your freedom and the power that is yours. No one. No one can take away your ability to take action and make a better life for yourself, okay? So if we are sitting back and we are just, oh, well, Tommy said something mean about me, then Tommy said something mean about you. If he says something mean about you, be like, cool, man, that's great, entitled to your opinion, like, and move on with your life, move on with your life, okay? Because you get to be in charge of your life no one else. Another thing, and one of the most important things about being responsible for yourself, you guys, 
this comes in so many different forms so many different forms this one stop making excuses stop making excuses when you make an excuse you don't get an opportunity to learn from your mistakes so basically what you're doing right if you're blaming someone else see one of your mistakes as you're blaming the process if you're blaming the process that's on you man get in there Put your feet in, get dirty, and change the process. And that's what I had to do at one of my jobs. I was not, I, my brain wasn't clicking, and it wasn't making sense to me. And I was like, oh, well, like, I was tired of hearing, well, that's the way we do it. Okay, well, that doesn't make sense to everybody. So what we need to do is we need to be able to create something that everybody understands, okay? Okay. And if you go and suggest and create and define things, then you are giving other people the ability to grow. No failure or mishap is your fault. It's always something else, right? Does that sound familiar? How many times in our drinking days have we said, well, that wasn't my fault. I didn't do that. There's no personal accountability in that statement. If you didn't know, that doesn't make it that if you don't know that the speed limit is 45 that doesn't mean that it's not legal right so the speed limit is 45 and if you're doing 60 and the cop pulls you over and you say well i didn't know that doesn't change the speed limit you guys and when there's no personal accountability there's no way to grow you are going to be stuck in that same place whining complaining dwelling on the negative without ever moving forward when you take responsibility for your life and stop making excuses that's when we silence the negativity and you guys know I am if you know me personally if you know me outside of this little box that you're listening on you know that I'm annoyingly positive I am also verbose in my statements that I genuinely have issues with the general public. But that being said, I am an overly positive person because I have the program of AA that teaches me personal responsibility. And anything outside of that is on me, truly. I cannot think about someone else's actions. I cannot think about someone else's sobriety. I cannot think about who is treating me differently than somebody else on the job. I just don't have that luxury because if I sit and dwell on who hurt me or who wronged me or that I didn't understand the speed limit was 45 so now I've got a ticket, all I'm doing is hurting myself. That's literally all I'm doing is hurting myself. So by me being self-aware and understanding who I am as a human being, then that makes it easier for me to accept responsibility. It makes it easier for me to my power. It makes it easier for me to stay in the positive, okay? And there's a quote, and I can't really say this person's name, but it's Navi. Navi. Um, One day I realized that I get out of life. Everything, one day I realized that everything I get out of life is exclusively a result of my actions, That is the day I became a man. How awesome is that? Basically, hey, I quit whining about stuff and realized that once I started doing the things that needed to get done, 
I grew up. And that's what's important. Ask yourself, do other people matter? Nope, they don't. What people think of you is none of your business, okay? So that being said, if you do have someone that is coming after you, if you do have someone that wants to make your life miserable, let them. Let them. Because you know what it's doing? It's saying so much more about them than it is you. And of course it hurts. Of course it sucks. Of course it's miserable. Of course no one wants to hear that shit about themselves. But at the same time, it doesn't matter, y'all. It does not matter. What other people think of you is none of your business. And if you are in a place where someone else is going to listen to just someone else's side and not yours, and they dismiss you, then you don't want to be around that person anyway. You don't want to have that friend. You don't want to work at that job. You don't want to go to that church. You don't want to be around those people because if you are around people that attack your character and other people go, oh yeah, I can see that. Move on. Move on. It's going to hurt, but move on. All right. Your perceptions, according to a professor at Wake Forest University, fantastic school, your perceptions of others reveal so much about your own personality. A huge suite of negative personality traits are associated with viewing others negatively. So if you take those results to heart, there's literally no point in taking things personally. Do you understand what I just said? Your perception of others. It's also not your job to point things out unless they are illegal or immoral. If you see someone being beat down and someone being called names or someone subject to any kind of ism, racism, sexism, any of that, and you don't speak up, you're just as bad as the person doing it. But if someone wants to go running off to someone and go, oh my god, did you hear? Did you hear what Sally said? Sally said that she took Johnny's pencil and no one noticed. And that's because Johnny never works. And then all of a sudden you've got this rumor that started in poor Johnny didn't have any fucking clue that A, he had a pencil on his desk, and B, that he was doing something wrong. So there is no need to talk about other people. There's no need to worry about what other people say about you. Stick to your friends, stick to your family, stay in your bubble, stay where you need to. And of course, there's always going to be some caveat to that, right? There's always going to be something at work that you need to be responsible for. Or something in your community that you need to be responsibility f- to be responsible for. But in the aspect of when we are talking about how other people impact us as a whole. What people say about you says a lot more about themselves than anything. And it is crucial that you look inside yourself rather than being disturbed about anything anyone says about you. That brings us to loving ourselves. Oh my god. I'm so tired of having to love myself. It's exhausting. It's a full-time job. I am a lot of work. I am a lot of work emotionally, financially, physically. I, and loving myself is such a pain in the ass. It really is. I wish that someone could love me enough that I don't have to worry about it. Because it is a lot of work, you guys. Loving yourself is something that 
takes a long time to understand, especially if you're someone that has a lot of trauma. Trauma based around your body, trauma based around your emotions, trauma based around your capabilities. If you have a lot of trauma, it's really, really hard to love yourself, you know, and when you have a higher power that loves you as much as they do, you see it and you feel it. But at the same time, if you are not drawing on that power, if you are not drawing on that happiness and that feed, then you are going to be just as miserable as the next person. Okay? You have to be able to love yourself. And I'm not saying that every day you have to wake up and go, oh my God, I'm the best person ever. You don't know. That's... That, first of all, that's unrealistic. But you can wake up with intention and say, I am absolutely going to do the best thing I can do for me, for myself today. I am going to do the best that I can with what I have. And if I have the opportunity to go above and beyond, then damn it, I'm going to do that too. Because people who don't have self-esteem don't take responsibility for their actions. All right? People who don't have self-esteem, they are a victim. They blame other people. They don't have that power to improve themselves and help others. And isn't that the basis of this program, right? Is that we are supposed to help others reach out our hand and say, how are you doing? If you're relying on external validation, like praise from others to fuel your self-esteem, then you are giving your power to Susie. You are giving your power to her and she does not deserve it. She should have left that fucking pencil alone. She should have not gone and talked to Mary Beth about it and she should have just left well enough alone. But you see, she doesn't have self-esteem. So she has to sabotage someone in order to make herself look and feel better. That shit's temporary, man. It's temporary. And so Johnny has two options, right? The pencil is taken off his desk. And you know why he didn't even notice that he had a pencil? Because that motherfucker's working so hard right now, he doesn't give two shits about anybody. Johnny's gonna be like, oh, yeah, no, I'll just go get another one from the supply closet. I already have those reports done anyway, so I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm gonna chill. I'm not too worried about it. So here's Susie over here causing all these issues, thinking she's doing something. That bitch ain't doing a thing. She ain't doing a thing. She is about as good as flies on a turd, telling you. So have that self-esteem. Keep your power. Keep your power. Know who you are. Because you are here right now listening to this. That says a lot. Value yourself. You value who you are. You love who you are. And you want to be better. So you're listening to me tell stories about stupid Susie so that you know that you're not alone, right? You know that you are better. You know that you have the power. You know that you have the capability. So take it back. Take it back. No one deserves it. Don't give it to anybody. Don't give it to your spouse. Don't give it to your kid. Don't give it to your pastor. Don't give it. You hold that power. You are responsible for you. Yeah. And you know what? Like Uncle Ben said, with great power comes great responsibility because now guess what? Now that you are this amazing ass person, now you got to be responsible for who you are. And you got to make sure that you get those reports done. You got to make sure that your kid gets to dance on time. You got to make sure that you are able to comment on your job and be confident in it. You are responsible for you. 
working out that day, making a healthy meal, not having a bowl of cereal. Everything you do is something that you are doing to yourself. So what else goes into self-esteem? Routine, daily habits. I really hate to admit that I actually did this. I really actually hate admitting that routines make life better because I would absolutely love nothing more than to sit on the couch. Have you, uh, <laughs> if some of you are on TikTok, have you seen, there's two TikToks that I absolutely love. One is, I'm a potato. I absolutely love that one. And then there's a new one where this little girl, her mom asked her what she would do. And she's like, I'd be a marshmallow. <laughs> And she would be a marshmallow and she would just wobble around in joy. And my God, isn't that the ultimate goal? To be a marshmallow and wobble around in joy. But unfortunately, as an adult, we have responsibilities and bills and shit. So here we are, not being a marshmallow. And we have to get through our days, right? We are absolutely needing as recovering addicts and alcoholics, <laughs> we need daily structure. I know it sounds ridiculous, but structure helps us stay sober because it keeps us busy throughout the day. It keeps our minds preoccupied and it gives us that sense of self-worth. Okay, when we are doing things in a routine, you're improving your life generally. So, are you improving your life? Are you growing? What do I do on a daily basis? I no longer take my dog for a walk. Or I mean, I no longer take my dog to daycare. Um, now he's home with me. And we go on daily walks. And I also work out daily. And that is something that has been ingrained in me now for probably the better part of five or six weeks. And what's happening? I'm eating healthier. I'm sleeping more. Um, my dog is even losing a little weight and I'm in a routine now that makes me feel good. And I know you're so tired of people saying, eat healthy, sleep well, blah, blah, blah. But you guys, it's so true. It's so, so true. Oh, I'm learning so much at 41 that my mother told me that I really wish I didn't admit that she was right about. But hey, that's parenting. Someday my kid will realize it too. <laughs> Maybe. But when you are in a routine, you're responsible for your daily habits. You are responsible for how you are as a human being. Are you taking care of your body? Are you taking care of your mind? Are you taking care of your needs? Are you getting to a meeting once a day, once a week, twice a week, three times a week? Are you making that time for yourself to reach out to your higher power? understand your spirituality, giving yourself that time to meditate, think, and pray, right? Eat, love, pray. Are you doing those things? Avoiding vices and toxic influences. That even means people. You guys, I'm so busy lately. I don't even have time to text my best friend anymore. And she and I used to text all day, every day. And so, you know, for both of us to be so busy that we're just absolutely not even texting except for like maybe three or four things at night. I mean, that is... That's responsibility. We both are just 180 miles an hour right now. And that's okay because she knows I love her and I know she loves me. Thanking yourself and those around you. We had an episode a couple weeks ago on gratitude, right? So 
Gratitude can be part of your daily routine. Are you thanking yourself and those around you? And what are you doing for other people to show them that you appreciate them? What are you doing for others that says, hey, I was a shithead for five minutes. Thank you for dealing with me. Or, hey, you taking out the trash when I didn't ask you to is a huge deal to me. Thank you so much. What are you doing to show other people that you are grateful for when they step in for when you can't handle something. Just keep it in your head. Taking responsibility and loving yourself is more than just a state of mind. It's about actions and habits that you do every single day. It's amazing. Accept yourself. Accept yourself and accept your emotions. It's okay if you're a guy and you cry. It's okay if you're a woman and you get mad. It's okay if you want to exert your frustration physically. Please don't do it on a human. I guess if you need to do it on a wall, but then you'll break your fingers and have to go to the ER and that's a bill you don't need. So get a punching bag. Go to the gym, talk on a podcast, call a friend. I get that we all have different ways of handling emotions. We all have a dark side. We do. And if you're going to sit there and be like, oh, no, I don't. Shut up. You do too. You know you do. You're just not going to say it out out loud. It's not going to go in your dating app. Oh, I have a dark side. Nobody's going to say that. But the truth of it is, is that we do. I do. Um, when I get worn out from the positive happiness, I just kind of, when I say snap, I don't like mean, like go all serial killer on people. But when I snap, I will definitely get short and terse and angry and basically tell people to bend over and stick it where the sun don't shine because I've had enough. And part of the reason I get to that point is because I'm not taking responsibility for squashing things when they're small. So by the time they get big, it's a huge issue, right? So negative emotions are life, babe. They just are. Nobody wants to experience the negative emotions. Nobody wants to feel that feeling of a breakup, a loss of a job, didn't get the promotion, didn't make the team. But those are things that are going to happen. And if you want to take responsibility for yourself, you need to be responsible for your emotions as well. I told my son the other day at breakfast, life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you react. I know that sounds ridiculous, right? Like, how is that honestly a legit number? It's a legit number, you guys. Because think about that everything that happens to you, right? Think about everything that you go through on a daily basis. Um, someone cutting you off in traffic. Someone flipping you the bird. Susie talking about someone taking your pencil because you're not working. Like, all these things that happen to us is 10%. 90% is how we spend our time reacting to it and dealing with it. And if we are in love with ourselves, we are self-confident in ourselves, and we believe in ourselves, and we're able to take responsibility that means that we can handle the negative emotions that come along, even if they're not fun. If you ignore the small things, if you ignore the dark part of your life, it's going to come back up and catch up with you. And I can tell you that 100% right now. That is one thing that will never, ever change. Susie can change and quit being a conniving little twat. Sorry, mom. But she won't for a while until something so bad happens to her that she goes, oh my God, I need to take responsibility for her actions, my actions. So take responsibility for the small things now. Because the more you take responsibility for the small things now, 
the better things are going to be in the long run. Stop chasing happiness. It's, I'm, think of, I know this, like, oh, I don't deserve to be happy. I never said that. I never said that. What I said was, stop chasing it. Stop. What do we do when we are taking a drink or using a pill or taking a hit, using a drug, putting something into our body? We're chasing happiness, right? But happiness is only here in us. We are responsible for that happiness. So if that means getting on an antidepressant, go for it. If that means that you need to take a walk every day to clear your mind, do it. There are absolutely no physical things that are going to make you so happy that you go, I can have a drink again. I'm happy. That's not true. Go back to a couple of episodes talking about finances. And now I have myself in a situation where I'm going, shit. Because I thought... That in the midst of everything that I was going through, that financially, if I made certain decisions and purchased certain things, number one, that I could afford it. Number two, that it would make me happy. And you know what? Neither of those things are true. Neither of them. So now here I am in the situation that I've gotten myself into, no one to blame for it but myself. And my world is crumbling around me financially. And am I scared? I am 110% scared, you guys. I really am. But guess what? I am only responsible for myself. So I can only do that I have access to to get my life in order. My financial situation does not make me a bad person. Okay? But it does help me to realize that true happiness can only come from within. I can be happy going outside and appreciating the day. I can be happy working out. I can be happy taking a walk with my dog. I can be happy talking to my friends. There are so many things that I can be happy about that I chose not to because I was chasing something. I don't know what I was chasing. I was chasing acceptance, happiness. I Fuck if I know. I don't know. I was chasing a feeling because I was so miserable. So here I am. And here we are. <laughs> talking about this on a Wednesday morning at 10 a.m. And the last thing I'm going to leave you with is in order to take responsibility for your life, say what you're going to do, what you're going to say and stop complaining and take action. So stop complaining. Don't agree to anything unless you're 100% sure you can do it. Because if you agree to something and then go, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. Now I have to do this. Then don't, then don't agree to it. If you can't do it, then don't agree to it. Go back to having a schedule. Don't make excuses and be honest. The entire content of what we just talked about, from accepting negative emotions to what does your day look like, to loving yourself, taking responsibility for yourself and your day and your actions is the only way that you are going to be able to be believed when you say you're going to do something and you follow through on it. Okay? So don't make excuses for things. If you can't do something, then don't do it. I just scheduled my doctor's appointment, my bunny's appointment, my dog's appointment, 
and my son's appointment. And I had to look at work and go, yeah, I can't make that work. There are going to be times when you can't make things work, you guys. And you have to say no, that don't, don't make an appointment. Don't say you're going to do something and then have to cancel. That's inconsiderate and rude. Okay. Do you think that the secretary at the doctor's office gives two shits if you work on a Wednesday? Nope. So be honest with her. That's not going to work. And pick a time that's going to work for everybody. Because if you start complaining about, oh, how you don't have time to do this and you don't have time to do that, then all you're doing is creating a negative space for yourself and no one's going to want to hang out with you. There are some people that, God, all they do is complain and they whine about shit and I cannot, I cannot handle it. They are always looking for something to complain about. And then I have my really good friends who we understand each other and we have similarities and we vent because those are healthy relationships. We don't rely on each other for happiness. We don't rely on each other for security. We don't rely on each other for anything except for just being in each other's lives. And I am telling you, the more you hang out with negative people, the more negative you will become. The less you'll stop putting love and life into yourself, you won't have a routine. You won't stop blaming others because that's what they're doing. So love yourself enough to know that you don't need to have negative people in your life and be like, oh, that's just Tommy. Oh, that's just Susie. No, no, it's not. It's just, no, you don't need to be around it. And breaking up with friends is hard shit to do, you guys. It really, really is. But sometimes it's absolutely necessary because it's for your own mental health. It's for all these things so that you can start taking responsibility. Sometimes that friend that we think that we have isn't really the friend that we think that we have. Or the place we really wanted to work isn't really the place we wanted to work. Or a pair of jeans that you absolutely had to have because your butt looked fantastic in it. You really didn't need because Target makes ones just as nice for your butt. I promise you. Okay? So take responsibility for yourself. I'm responsible for me. The more you start becoming responsible for yourself, the less you have to worry about it being an issue later on. If you're responsible for you, you're not going to drink. If you're responsible for you, you're not going to relapse. If you're responsible for you, you're going to go to that meeting. If you're responsible for you, you have power that no one can ever take away from you. No one. And remember that. So I think my panic attack is over. That's good news, huh? And I hope that my frustration and issues were something that could help you out a little bit. I really hate having to take responsibility, you guys. God, I hate it. I hate being an adult. (laughs) It's so dumb. I just want to be a marshmallow and wobble around. But we have responsibilities and we have things to do. And with that, I'm going to sign off now so that you can go do those things that you need to do to make you a better person and feel better and love better, love yourself better, and take care of you. Until next time, fam, be well. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of A Sober Girls Podcast, where we talk about our experience, strength, and hope to give you a brighter future in recovery. Please do not forget to subscribe, follow, save, and download so you can hear next week's episode. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at A Sober Girls Pod and online where I put all show notes and information 
at a sobergirlspodcast.podbean.com. Also, soon you'll be able to subscribe to Patreon for additional features, so stay tuned. Until next time, fam, be well. Ooh.